I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted where I felt adventures pulse with every step, and where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney+. You are listening to Absent Minded, brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. Hello and welcome to Absent Minded Extra. It's breaking news and it literally dropped just like 15 minutes ago. And uh, it's Patrick Bexel and I'm joined today by Dylan Wall from Hab Statistician. Thank you, Dylan, for stepping up to the plate in such a short notice. Ah, that's not a problem, man. Not uh, a problem. First and foremost, if you don't listen to Dylan's podcast, please do, because it's great. Second of all, the news we're speaking about is obviously that uh, Claude Julien and uh, Kirk Muller has been fired by Mark Bergevin, um, yeah, literally 15, 20 minutes ago. Wait, that was the news you texted me about? I thought yeah. that Galchenyuk got traded again. Ah, well, that, that will always happen. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry, Alex. I heard he... he he worked hard on off, uh, on the ice after practice the other day, so so I give him credit with with the skating coaches and everything. But but yeah, obviously Claude Julian, uh, Kirk Muller, uh, is this uh, something you would ex- have expected, Don? Not this early, although like as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking you know, it, Michel Therrien was fired when the Habs were doing quite well, but in a bit of a slump. So I guess, you know, these decisions don't happen right away, right? It's, it's a culmination of the last two years, really. Yeah, and, and we're in a slump, and I'm using we for, for Montreal Canadiens here. We're in a slump at the moment, and, and we have seen two major slumps last year, uh, two eight-game mm-hmm. stretches where, where Montreal couldn't win. Uh, and the, I think the expectations going into Ottawa must have been much, much higher when they've outperformed in... in in the Western uh, trip and, and coming back home and not performing to the same level and what, what you would have expected. Obviously, Ottawa, the worst team in, or theoretically, the worst team in the in, in the division, 
and has has yeah. outmuscled Montreal in all but one game, more or less. And you could argue that the game that Montreal won, they they got even worse outplayed than uh, than they did in the other game. Certainly, their uh, advanced analytics was a lot worse than a lot of the games that they lost against Ottawa. So, you know, it's um, it's pretty pretty shocking. Uh, when I heard the news today, I don't know if you know this, but apparently Torontonians are known for not knowing how to speak French. But uh, I'll try. Kel Surprise. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it's also when you look at it, and I'm going to say it here, and, and I'm not known to speak French either, um, even if I had a, a, a former French girlfriend that tried to teach me French. Uh, but Renaud Lavoie, he, he said that... Uh, he has been told that last night's loss was not the final straw for Claude Julien and, and Kirk Muller. The decision to let them go was made before, and the plan was to announce it today. Um, that surprises me. It, it really does. And But you could understand that you you would have made a decision maybe with the caveat of, of, of saying, if you lose, they're going to be gone. But if you win in a in a good manner, then we're gonna keep you. But but yeah, it seems really, really weird that, that you keep someone for an extra game when it's a short season and every point is so important. I mean, I can see them, you know, heavily, heavily leaning towards that. But I mean, you, you mean to tell me that if they got out and stomped Ottawa twenty-five to zero, that uh that Claude Julian would be fired at the end of it? Like, you know. Whenever I hear stuff like that, I'm very skeptical as to what that actually means. Indeed, so am I. Um, interestingly enough, we, we know what happened uh, this summer in with, with Claude Julien and his heart uh, condition, uh, the COVID situation, obviously. Uh, it shouldn't factor in, but do you feel that Claude Julien has been stuck maybe in his old ways with a team that was vastly improved during the offseason? So I had this exact conversation with a friend over coffee the other day and um, because, you know, he was he was kind of teasing me about, are you on the fire clothes, Julian bandwagon? And I was not I wasn't really, to be honest. But what I was saying to him was, uh, I don't know if the team's lack of success is Claude Julian or if it's Mark Bergevin. And the reason why I say Mark Bergevin is because I remember the last time that our team played like this was the year that we signed Carl Alsner. And it was the last time that Claude Julian tried his 2011 Boston Bruins system because he had the big, stable, steady, stay-at-home defenseman, and it didn't work, and the team looked terrible. It took 12 passes to get out of our own zone every single time, and by then, of course, it's intercepted and turned around, you know, transition play, as it were. And um, so I kind of, you know... When we saw him do such a great job with a team that, you know, uh, definitively had less talent than the team that we see on the ice today, uh, that would be two years ago, I wondered if he turned over a new leaf. And then last year, he seemed sort of betwixt and between. And we'll just say that, you know, every, you know, a, a year can be an anomaly, right? And so this year they came out flying, but then more recently they've tried to Clamp down defensively. And I'm, and I'm sorry, but if you lose a game 3-2, you score two goals, don't come to me afterwards and say, we need to get rid of the defensive mistake. You let in three, you scored two. You, if you score two, you're going to lose 
90% of the time, right? That's not a defensive mistake game. And so um, I really wondered if, you know, uh, Bergevin had signed the Sherrats and the uh, Edmondsons and said, you've got to play these guys, just like what happened with Alsner a couple years ago. And so these guys are being put in positions where they're not destined to succeed. And then that was causing us a problem or whether um, Julian was, this was what he wanted. And he said, Hey, I need you to go get that guy and I can really do my system and show you how it's done. So you and I will never, ever know the answer to that question. But uh, obviously Bergevin seems to think that it was Julian was the issue. And so, you know, he's gone. You you can't the saying goes that you can't teach old gar, old dog to sit but but or new tricks in in English yeah. and sit in Swedish but uh, I as you mentioned he has had this kind of system all the way but ice hockey has changed so much it's gone speedier it's gone more puck controlled it's gone um, all that kind of route and and Claude Julian hasn't really developed with that uh, looking at uh, Dominique Deschamps uh, taking over as a head coach. Uh, Alex Barrows will will join the Canadians' coaching staff, and uh, Luke Richardson and Stephanie Waite will will keep their positions. Um, can you see the team progressing further and developing more, maybe into the team that they were at the start of the season, and what has become known as more modern day hockey? Um, I think you can definitely see that. I think that. Um a lot of our problems have stemmed from a very lackadaisical defense. Um, you know, the, right now, like if you look at like our counterparts in Toronto, right. And uh, you'll see that they have a very league average defense, but the difference is, is that if you move the puck to Mitch Marner, even if the other team has had a chance to set up and to reset and, and, and clog up the neutral zone, a Mitch Marner is going to get it through. Well, look, I love Brandon Gallagher, like the son that's weirdly only a couple years younger than me and balding. But he, do, he doesn't have the hands of Mitch Marner to get it through no matter what, right? So that means that our defense has to get it to these guys in speed, in stride, in order to transition through the center of the ice. And that's why and they can't get through a clogged neutral zone. And if we take two, three passes to get it out of our zone, then they've got a chance to set up in the neutral zone and totally hamper us there, right? So playing that old school defensive style is not going to work for a team which has good forwards. But I mean, I don't think that anybody would be mad at me to say that we don't have superstar forwards, right? Now you have to draft the superstar forwards more or less or, or get them at, uh, on the open market. And, and obviously Montreal hasn't been able to do that. Uh, but you look at Marner, as you mentioned, McDavid's, uh, Matthews, etc., etc., uh, Patterson as well. Uh, you draft them and you keep them. And, yeah. and uh, Montreal has one top or two top five picks in, in the team, and it's uh, Carey Price and, and Jesper Kotkaniemi. One is very old and or not very old because I'm twice his age, more or less. It feels like anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but but the other is half or a third of my age. So so I'm not sixty. I'm fifty in a, in, a, in two years. But but it's it feels like uh, it's been quite a while between those picks, obviously. Uh, and then second of all, it's it's uh, price might be on a decline. We don't know if this is the the defensive system that has been very 
strict and rigid and, and, and not flexible enough to bend it, it has rather broken. Or if it's yeah. the, the, uh, the goalkeeper that, that has on a decline. And on the other hand, Jesperi Kotkaniemi is a third-year rookie or, or a third-year player. He he's, hasn't maybe developed into the player that he could be. We saw that last year when he had to go down to AHL to recalibrate his, his, his game a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, the one thing that I want to bring up, and I mean, there's always some jerk that brings this up whenever there's a firing, is, you know, like, tread lightly. You know, Claude Julien's a human being. Um, and and he's been, at times, he's been very, very uh, good for the team, better than most coaches, you know. And, uh, you know, we, for the first time, had a coach in waiting. Uh, let's not get into the politics of the, the French versus the English and, you know, all the rest of it, both. Both my parents are Anglophone Montrealers. So, you know. Well, I'm a European, and I think that it's time for a European coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a coach that only speaks Swedish. Ah, that that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, there's not many of those people out there, is there? Uh, it'd be <laughs> like, like a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but but this is my point: is is that you know I think that the development of a of a player like Cockney, the development of a player like um, uh, like uh, uh, Suzuki. You know, you think about Subban had nothing but nice things to say about Terrier and and his development. Now, how much of that is for the media, right? Like, you know, they obviously didn't always get along, but ultimately, you know, um, if you believe in social Darwinism, which you probably should not to any serious extent. But, you know, the ability to struggle is what ultimately moves you forward. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com/offer/seriousxm. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.